I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. Come at you a little bit later than normal. Uh, it's, it's almost like a normal time for everybody but me because I'm on the east, the one true time zone. The rest of these idiots are in like Midwest. Apparently, that's a well, thing. West, West is West, is, east. but he's also he's also nocturnal, so it yeah, doesn't I'm, really I'm matter east. what time it is. And 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 I, mountain, uh, it, it's it's Lance that's in the the Midwest, the central, which is yeah, the central, cent- whatever. Nobody see, I don't even know the name of the time zone. It's not a real thing. Uh, mountain, I know that mountain is a time zone. Which makes sense because, you know, when the sun's going down, it hits the mountains at a certain angle and you guys can't see the sun Matt, anymore. So I think, I think mountain, since I've been out there a few times, mountain is like, it's almost like, the I best. think it's, I the think best. it's about I've been perfect. That for years. Uh, I yeah. think it's perfect, man. Not west is just football Sundays. Too, too early. Yeah, too football early. Sundays is fucked with, uh, yeah. west coast time. But I think, uh, I think mountain times, it's the sweet spot. It's pretty good. Oh, it's, it's nice when a UFC is over before midnight. Yeah, I can I can deal with I can deal with football starting at eleven a.m. on Sundays if the card is over by like eleven midnight the night before. <laughs> yep, that, that, that's fair. Um, I guess for like the finals of everything, you guys kind of get the the perfect timing too, right? Because all these yeah. NHL and NBA finals games are starting at nine o'clock, so it's seven your time, which is. And that's prime well, sports. Time. Well, the hockey games have been at at they've been uh, doing at eight, eight, at eight, 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 eight Eastern, yeah, which is still good. Yeah. Six o'clock. They uh, they they were doing some of the finals, the NBA finals games, I believe, like eight thirty, eight eight thirty, too, yeah. weren't they? I thought they were all at nine this time around. Hmm. They might have been. Maybe I'm thinking like, yeah, the pregame and shit probably started at like eight thirty, and they talked for forty five minutes. That's just dumb, man. There there is no reason to have. A sporting event ending on the East Coast at almost 1 a.m. Like if you That's want, so dumb. you want younger people and even teenagers and stuff to watch your game and shit. They they can't be up like school and work and all. Like you can't you can't stay up till fucking 1 a.m. watching a basketball game. And yet we yep. all do anyway. Yep. I do, but I mean, I because <laughs> we because we fight through that shit. I, I sleep it, for like five n- hours honestly, anyway. Like fuck. now that I work from home. I can stay up until like stay up till one thirty. Yeah. Wake up at like seven thirty eight. You still get your your six seven hours sleep, depending on if I have any meetings booked early in the morning. It, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Working from home, lifesaver. Yeah. Don't have don't. I mean, if you don't want to worry about taking the shower in the morning, do it after work. You don't have to. You can sit there in your drawers. You ain't got to worry. I about do it on lunch. Hour, no commute. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. The, yep. the lunch shower, cause, yeah, it's just, there you go. timing works out perfectly. <laughs> the lunch shower? Are you like, are you like Kramer? Do you get a garbage disposal? So <laughs> you eat, eat and shower at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's a great episode. Uh, yeah, it is. He fucking calls Putty over and fucking, the <laughs> track get a fucking disposal in his That's good shit. Sound yeah. feels great. Great. Uh, as you can tell, we're, we're in a good mood. 
this week. We won a consensus bet last week. We didn't lose a Munich bet last week. Um, you know, which is rare anyway. So that's, that's pretty I ne- normal. I needed that consistency bet. I, yeah. I had, I, I had a, I had a big one in on, on that one. Yeah. Had a pretty good one. That was, oh, that was I nice saw one. somebody, uh, there, there's these MMA gambling accounts that pop up on, on Twitter and there was somebody complaining about people who bet wells but didn't bet Wells inside the distance or KO because this person was so bad at breaking down fights in the first place that they thought the only way that he could win was knocking him out early, uh, which I, I think we refuted pretty well uh, on the last podcast. But I was like, so wait, step one is you broke the fight down wrong in the first place. Step two is that you then bet it wrong. And then other people bet it right, but you're mad because they didn't bet it right enough. Also, keep keep fading that dude. He's uh, he's pretty damn good. Uh, it, and it's, I, it sucks. He's so old. It just it sucks. sucks he's so, so old. old. Yeah. I, yep. I I'm not sold on him having no cardio. I mean, we talked about it. I nope. uh, he's gonna prove some people wrong. I think. Unfortunately, I mean, he's 35. I, he's I know, already proved a bunch of us wrong. So. I know it was court too, but god damn, he, we said it on the show. That man throws death fucking hammers. Like he fucking yep. bangs, dude. And he put court fucking, that dude was in a fucking OD coma, bro. Like it was, <laughs> it was bad. Somebody At least it was like, a place he knew he could come back from. You know, that's, <laughs> that's what's important. Somebody tweeted, he was like, oh man, that dude just put fucking court back on the fucking stuff. I was like, oh, maybe just a little <laughs> bit too soon, bro. Uh, so I'm, I'm scrolling through Warley Alves's record right now. And I'm nope. trying to think of anybody else that has actually beaten him in the first round. Like anybody that's won the first round against them. And I don't think that anyone other than Wells has. Yeah, I mean, Warley usually is the dude you got to worry about surviving. He's the hammer. He's the hammer. Yeah. Yeah. And he got hammered (laughs) in that fight. He absolutely did. I don't. Um, It's crazy after watching that how he was still so underrated. Then even his second time around, I know it wasn't Warley, but. Man, ain't you seen a, enough to know he's gonna <laughs> fuck Corda? I... Yeah, that was a fun one. It's it's nice when consensus and big bets go that well. <laughs> yes, because yeah, I think we were the no, all, the no sweat. We were all multiple units, whatever the hell yes. that means to you on that one. Um, but th- that was fun. The whole card was fun, if, if we're being the honest. The Card was ridiculous. And yeah, it had the most, gonna... most KOs ever on it. Yep. Yep. Um, this was great because I didn't watch a bunch of the early prelims. Uh, so I was just watching the main card and I could go back and watch the prelim. Oh, fights over in a minute and 30 seconds. Fast forward, fights over in a minute and 30 seconds. Oh, there's another main card fight on. These are, are perfect. They're yeah. the way they used to do like the Facebook prelims where they would just yeah, like just rip them. fit them in between something. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Uh, but UFC, I don't know what card it was. UFC Austin. Um, mm-hmm. Tremendous card. Probably maybe 
best card of the year. I know people are saying like best card of the year because of all the finishes, but I don't know. There's been some Dubronx cards that have been pretty awesome because whenever yeah. that dude fights, I mean, I mean, it was... two weeks ago we had the fight of the year. It, it was, yeah, I, it, I just think that there was that many. Like, obvious, there was the obvious downer fights in, I don't know, you can guess which <laughs> weight classes. I uh, mean, but, but even everything those else, everything even else the, was unbelievable. And even the chick fights weren't like regular old, tw- just terrible chick fights. They were literally, they, yeah. They were okay, they were so. Okay. Yeah. They weren't. I didn't horrible. watch them, actually. <laughs> Yeah, neither did I. Um, but we'll break down the whole thing real quick, starting from the bottom. Now we're here. Uh, Roman Delidze melts the medium Dukakis. Just, he annihilated him like the Bush 88 campaign. <laughs> I'm telling you. This, this, this Georgian dude, uh, they always say that George is a swing state, and man, he swung that knee right up into his face. Boom! Nailed it, Sean. Right, that was clean. Like you don't you don't see many clean knees like that uh very often. Uh man, just Dukakis just got ran over. Um I did not see that coming. Did not did not think he would steamroll him like that. Dukakis has been fairly durable um in his in his UFC run. So yeah, that's uh I guess the Leeds A does have the capability of just running you over. If he doesn't, I think he's in trouble. Fade. Fade I think that's what more what I take of it. Like I've never been huge on on the the Dukakis. Like I we I think we thought he was gonna be a a little bit better, maybe he still is. Um I still think though Doolittle is is a fade. Like he's he's got this in him, of course. I mean if he's gonna land big he's gonna he's gonna come out there and try to throw and, and get guys out of there, but man, when when he can't um I think we we water this this plant a little bit. He he's got this in him, but he doesn't do it consistently enough to warrant the prices that he's going to get. Another guy that uh, Woo. that people thought was a fade plant, Woo. but we've been we've been saying that uh, the hogs is pretty good when when the chin is uh, not an issue, and it's very much not an issue against Darren Wynn. This man is very talented, Wesley. He, like his game is insane. You just mm-hmm. you're always just. Of course, you're gonna worry about his chin. Like he took blast from winning this, but still, you're taking hits from a fucking horse jockey. Like we just we don't know. <laughs> he he did take some good shots, man. There was a times I think in the second or third where wind like clocked him a couple times, and I was like, I was wincing. Was like, oh man, don't. Don't let this happen. Um, but as far as skills go, man, like this dude is incredible. He's got it. Um, and then even in, like this fight, he looked at like, it looked like he improved. It looked as good as ever, man. It was all flowing. And, uh, man, props to win though, dude. Like I, I make fun of the guy. And, uh, of course we'll say it again. There's no way this dude should be fighting at 185 pounds. Like if you've seen, the difference between those two dudes inside the cage, it was like comically fucking, uh, it, it was just crazy, man. I don't know if Wynn can make 170. I, I, I guess if he cut out eating, but he just, <laughs> I, I did. For he how seemed, long? 
Yeah, he seems like a, a dude that would try 170 and miss weight by three or four pounds. Just he can't. Five. Yeah, yeah can't. He just can't get that low. Um, man, props to him though, dude, because he took a fucking beating that most dudes would have just. They'd have quit. They they would have, and when didn't? I, I'd have probably called it if I was his corner. Like I'd have probably called it, but. And he took it with like class and humor. I'm not sure if you've seen the the breakdown so video that he did, but that is that is excellent. Uh, oh, he went oh, back and gotta... broke this fight now. Yeah, I'll, you need to I'll, watch that. We'll, we'll send it to you, Wes. It is yeah, you'll. I, you're gonna, I haven't seen you're gonna, it. Yet. You're gonna enjoy it. it. It's it's nice and quick yeah. and and very very funny. I, I know. Uh, I I do like that. Uh, I, I do like that. Uh, DC is just turning into the fucking old man screaming at the clouds and any little thing like. DC has become so much UFC shill, it should make you want to puke. Like, seriously, it, it really should. Also, it's hilarious that DC acting like the guys that he, like, coaches and trains with. Yeah. I know he's not training for a fight, but that he's not, like, telling those guys, oh, yeah, you should you should pick, you should fight that guy. What, that, that's what, the guy for you. What Halls was complaining about, you best believe is absolutely true. Like you gotta uh-huh. be an, you gotta be an idiot to think DC is not talking to win and giving him advice and strategy and everything. It's his boy. Like they literally did train together. Like mm-hmm. what Halls was, was complaining about was absolutely true. Yeah. He, he didn't unfair. go about it in the best way, but whatever. Yeah. 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 How unfair is it when uh, a guy has a reach advantage throwing just elbows uh, against the other guy that's throwing punches? Like, well, that's kind of elbow, fucked up. Yeah, some elbow work I, on this card. It was pretty good. I feel like uh, like Phil Hoggs is a, he's a socialist after my own heart because he was like, man, if I punch this guy because I did it for the entire first round, he can't even reach me. This this is not an equitable situation. So <laughs> all I'm going to do. All I'm going to do is make this fair, give everybody the tools they need to win the fight, and I'm just going to throw elbows. I'm just going to use half my arms just so that uh, this this little T-Rex can maybe reach me. And he did a couple times. Still had a reach advantage. Uh, yeah, he, he kind of got hit a bit too much by Deron Wynn. I don't know if he just was like he felt the power and was like he's got nothing or if nothing. That's, just, yeah. that's just him. Anyway, Man. we talked about that for a long time. I hope the chin holds Next up. up. I hope the chin holds up because he's 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 excellent. Other than that, yeah, I mean, he is he he's what the the training room hype would have been if he had a chin and cardio. And I don't even think the cardio is a huge issue anymore. It's just yeah, most of the, the chin. chin. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Uh, next up, a uh, guy whose chin is definitely the issue, uh, but won't be anymore. <laughs> this is why Lance didn't show up. <laughs> oh. I mean, Cody Stamen, I, I'm not sure if I was clear enough on the podcast last week, but Cody Stamen, anyone at TKO plus 270 against Eddie Wineland, oof, oof. Um, Eddie's out, out of the game now. Justifiably so. Sean, and anything to take away from this? Uh, Stamen doesn't have to get cut because he actually finished a guy. So that's, that's a bonus. <laughs> um, yeah, that, uh, I didn't have any piece of this fight and, uh, obviously really regret it because that's, that's just it, it was auto easy. fade ITD. 
It was easy. Yeah. Oh man, getting stamen at like minus one twenty five or one thirty inside the distance, man. Lance saying that Wineland's gonna <laughs> knock out stamen. That was one of the funniest things I heard if you in a while that, that we've done on here. Um, I will say about Wineland though that um, man, just OG dude, OG lighter weight guy who was one of the better lighter weight guys back Long ten time. years ago. Yeah, back in the WC yes. main. Somebody, uh, tweeted out like, uh, some of his stats from the WC and they're incredible. They, I mean, he's one of the best to ever do it in the lighter weights. Um, uh, like knockout percentages and the guys he fought, uh, pretty incredible. Eddie, Eddie Wineland was a really, really good fighter, man. Um, and I'm glad he retired now, but man, he probably should have done it a couple back because it is not, yeah, good. not good. probably. Yeah. Um, Eddie Wineland, I'm not sure. There was a Chase BB fight that yeah. was tremendously entertaining, and I can't remember if it was the the Wineland one or the Honey Yaya one for the the bantamweight title in the WEC. Um, but all that stuff's available on Fight Pass. You should go watch it because Eddie Wineland is not who you see in 2022. Hmm. He is what? who you saw 15 years ago. Watch watch all of WEC. Like we. All the newer fans are there like, man, the lighter weight classes are where it's at. Those are where the best guys, those are the best weight, best yep. weight classes. We'll go back and watch the WC because that's where like all of that. That's literally started. all it was. Yep. It yep. was, it was that and like Carlos Condit. Yeah. And, uh, Brian yep. Stan. Brian yeah. Stan, 185. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. There was like Carlos Condit at 170, Brian Stan at 185. Like that was, that was it. Who was the 205? There was a. Or, um, no, Brian, Brian Stan was too, Brian Stan was too, and Steve Cantwell. Steve Cantwell. Steve Cantwell. Steve Cantwell. That's, that's who I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There yep. were a couple Good main stays at the, the upper, upper weights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doug the Rhino Marshall, obviously. Well, I mean, that the KDs maybe. <laughs> he's been around WC since they were fighting up in fucking, uh, Lenore, Lenore. Northern California. <laughs> and there was more fucking Nazi swastikas and tattoos running around that you could imagine. Like I was, I, I started going back like last year and watching the WCs over and those early ones, man, it was biker gangs in the crowd, like corner men and shit got fucking, uh, uh, not the swastika, but the, the, yeah, the dude, all over like, God damn, it's a Nazi gathering at the fucking early, yep. fucking, uh, our boy, uh, Rosenthal, reffing like every fight, <laughs> every like, fight, selling every, dope reffing every fight, selling weed after, selling the weed after, during right, the but, breaks. Yeah. So, but Dougie will kill me for this, uh, if he ever listens to the show, but, the ring girls, they used to walk around with the, this bar on their asses, the name of this bar on their asses. And there, this bar was infamous for like having 17 stabbing deaths or something because it was in classy sponsor, North Central California, just this hideous place to live. Ugh, oh, disgusting. Yeah, Northern, Northern California might as well be fucking Southern Kentucky. Like it's as redneck <laughs> as you can imagine. Uh, I don't know where we are, but there was, uh, a split decision. No. Maria Oliveira, Gloria DePaula. I, this is one of the ones that I did not watch because I saw that it took more than a minute. So skip right it was, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. Like they, they stood through, which is all That's you, what can, you can hope for. for. Yep. That's and what you can hope for. 
I mean, low level, the algorithm hits again. Plus 230. Low level women's MMA, plus 230. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Did he bet the other side? No, I picked the other side. I I don't know what I'm doing. No, I'm talking about the algorithm. Did the algorithm take the oh, the favor? Oh, I don't know. I'm talking about my algorithm. Yeah, oh, the, the, I, the much I better, thought, better algorithm. No, I thought you were talking about the real one. The fucking NASA got fucking a whole room full of servers running the running the numbers. <laughs> um, next <laughs> up, featherweight. <laughs> he said he back tested nine years. <laughs> like, that's oh, called man. having no life. I'm, I'm, I'm blocked now. If you're not familiar, we're talking about Zed's MMA. Uh, Zed, because he's Canadian, or claims to be Canadian. Um, and apparently, he's a mathematical genius. Um, except, except the algorithm. It sucks. It's it's pretty wild that he's been working on this for like nine years and it just came out. This dude's like a, a fucking he works at the docks or some shit. Nice like a fucking puts together algorithms. No, no, for... Wes, he he you got it wrong. He works at Dockers. <laughs> he sells pants to dudes. Ooh, nice. You're yeah. gonna love the way you look, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh... All right, featherweight division. Ricardo Hamosh just destroys Danny Shav. He sent him into another dimension with that spinning elbow. Uh, I was I was out working because I'm I'm rebuilding my deck right now. I was out working on the deck, and my wife screams from inside. She's like, "Holy shit!" Um, so I, I run back inside. I I see this man. This man gets sent into like the astral plane, and wow. Um, I, I know we should probably kind of expect this shit from Ramos now, but this, he's fun. Sean? Still awesome when he keeps doing it. Uh, just love the spinny shit. Uh, and just <laughs> lands so fucking clean. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. Yeah, that was sick. It was, it was pretty awesome. Quest. Ramos, Ramos is decent, man. He's, he's decent. Still, still really young, too. I don't know if that was a get-right fight. I'm not sure yeah. why they were going against each other. Because Ramos is obviously in, in a, a tier a tier or two above. Uh, but we'll we'll take the highlight reel. Absolutely. And, like, he looked good in his last fight, too. I, I bet against him, against yep. Aljeo. I thought Aljeo's cardio mm-hmm. would sort of pull through on that one. But his wrestling and cardio looked good there. So I, I think there's something there. Yep. Uh, we already talked about the, the bullfrog in court. He was. Um, another low level women's MMA fight where the plus 200 or better dog, this one I, I picked against in Toutmaster. Um, I think the Canadian bias got yep. to me. Got Stupid. me. Stupid. <laughs> I, I needed all the points I could get. Um, <sighs> but I didn't watch it. I know that people think that uh, Silva is hot and she looked good and she's probably, I mean, she's at 125 and she won a fight, so she's probably a top, future title contender. Oh, right? that's exactly what you saw on Twitter. <laughs> it, it never fails, bro. Never like fails. She, she hadn't fought in like two years and looked okay against a bum. And a half. Yeah. Chick looked like a robot out there. I swear to God, it was so bad. And now it's like, she's like a couple away from the title shot, like. Dude, go back. 
Main card, Bantamweight Division. The result that everyone was hoping. Most satisfying thing. Adrian Yanez, knockout of the year over Tony KK Kelly. <laughs> Beautiful he's, stuff. Um, he's, but still, he's still going racist. This you still... can't punch the dumb out of people. This is what we learned. You can't punch the dumb out of somebody no matter how hard you try mm-hmm. because Yanez was trying to as best as he could and it still did not work. Nope. Like, this this guy is like the next day, two days later, saying some racist things. Just trying to just to, trying to keep himself he, relevant. He's a he was dude. saying that Yanez doesn't want to see him in a rematch. He said that too. Intelligent <laughs> yeah. person, a very intelligent person. Not uh. not 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 the brightest. His 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 old lady ain't the brightest either. Like she got a no. lot to she got a lot a to say too. She should probably shut the fuck up. Like so, poll question for the listeners here: Would we rather see the Kay Hansen video or the Andrea Lee video? <laughs> Same video. But like, which which one are we talking about here? Because both seem like terrible people, uh, and both I don't find attractive. So, I mean, what's the answer? Man, what there's some the thirsty answer? motherfuckers on Twitter. Just there is <laughs> thirsty broke motherfuckers that I just mean, won't even pay up. It's funny how quick like. K. Hansen screenshots were popping out. You know what I'm saying? That's like, all you thought, though, because that's, that's all she sent out. You ain't getting the fucking video, that's for sure. What is it? What 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 was it? She's charging what, two uh, bills. Two two bills for a couple hours or something like that, or two hundred keltons. Two hundred kel. You're, you're talking you're talking about a quarter cruise, dog. It's like a quarter cruise. <laughs> Uh, Giannis has got some hands. That's, that's, I know, I know, uh, does everybody kind of touts his hands. I didn't, we didn't really know if they, they were that good. They're pretty fucking good. He, uh, he looked, he looked tremendous. Like, fucking tremendous. So, not to rain on the parade, but I'm probably gonna fade him at what absurd number we get him at next fight because. I still don't think he's great. He, he looks good in a dependent. matchup like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we'll you're going to get a bum like Tony Kelly to stand up in front of you. He's going to style on somebody like that every time. We'll see. Yeah. Um, one that <laughs> I I should have done better on this. Uh, what are we I doing? Feel, I feel horrible. What are we too, doing here, boys? I feel horrible too. I don't know what we're doing um, with this. I I didn't bet Marquez. But I also didn't bet on my dude Hobocop here, and mm-hmm. Hobocop did horrible things. Horrible things to this man. <laughs> His chances at ever getting Miley Cyrus, gone. I mean, he got the uh, ho- he got the Hobocop's fucking cock in that fight. <laughs> like he swung it to him. That oh, was God. that was destruction. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're idiots. It should have been hobo all day, a hobo inside all day. I mean, I I know Marquez is tough, but what did KO? Hobo's got some skills, man. What what did KO end up being? 
it it had to be good because yeah, yeah, the sub price was all right, and the decision price was plus three hundred because that's what I was looking at. Two seventy five. I thought it'd be bigger. Okay, but that's it's pretty nice. Yeah, I I I kind of thought that Marquez was more durable, but I guess when you get hit by every punch. Uh, yeah, zero, and probably not, zero not misses. Strategy. And and when you get and when you get hit, you're not like I'm gonna go back and recover. I'm just gonna start swinging bungalows with my chin in the air, like that's what he did. Like he got cracked, he's stumbling everywhere, and just like fuck it, I he went for it. Frosty yeah. Marquez, like he said, fuck it, I'm I'm just gonna swing him, and whatever happens, happens. Dead body. I mean, most guys in the division don't have the power and the ability to put him out. And him swinging back is probably going to work, but uh, Hobocop is not most guys. He's he's no. fucking awesome, bro. Like that that dude is all, and he's a he's a fucking problem at one eighty five. Like he, he looks is. so much older than he is. It's <laughs> I swear he's I swear he's a Cuban thirty. I, I know I swear. that's that's the concern. I, I mm-hmm. it, and it could be true. It, it could be who knows. He looked next awesome, up though. lightweight. Tremendous, my man. He looked like like Hobocop two, not even Hobocop one. Um, lightweight division. I didn't know it was possible. I did not know it was possible. <laughs> but Guram, the cute little legs, he got a good fight out of Demir. He got an exciting. He pushed lead. it out of. It was him. a great fight. Yeah. 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 Um this was this was tremendous. I don't know that I agree with the decision. I don't know that I care. Uh yeah. it was fun. It's it was a close fight. Uh I think you can give kind of either way. Um yeah, Guaram is is fucking good. Both these guys are really good. Like I think these guys can beat yeah. some like they're not ranked and that's a pretty high level striking fight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the all, there was so many knockouts and shit on the card. It kind of gets overshadowed, but I enjoyed this fight as much as any of them on the card. Like as far as pure skill and the strike, it, it was a great fucking fight. We're swinging. I mean, we're going to talk about a dude on, on the next card, you know, for Saturday that his only loss is to Gurum, you know, like the yep. guy, he's good, man. That, that was, he's a good fighter. And I think he brought out the best of Ismagulov. Um, I thought Ismagulov won, but it was really, really close. And like uh, Brad said, like both of these dudes are really good. Part of the reason that the guy that Wes just alluded to is more than plus 200 right now is because people before this fight were saying, oh, he lost to that dude. And I think dude, after this fight, it's a little good. bit more like, oh, he lost to that dude? <laughs> Yeah. In a fight that he should, probably should have won. Should have won. Yep. <laughs> um, so I I think uh, opinions should be changing, but we'll see. Next up, uh, another tremendous fight. One eighty five. The fraud Russian. Caught this it. is another. Just he I just it. I blew this one. I I should have <laughs> I should have been all over Buckley. I had a little bit on TKO, which luckily got there. But Duraev, fraud, smells like shit. Smells like durian. 
yes. This this was so much fun to watch, Wes. Yeah, I mean, being able to spot the just complete fraud Russians is like <laughs> it's almost a skill at this point because if it's, you it's can, an angle. if you can spot them, and there's they're really good now. Like there's a lot of really good ones. If you yep. can find the frauds, those frauds are going to be priced like the really good ones for a little bit. And you're going to hit some big price. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't think Buckley's like great, but he'd been in there, man. Like he, he'd been in there with some good you, dudes. You motherfuckers bet the Beverly Hills Ninja against Buckley. I, that's, that's what you think of Buckley. Pretty, pretty much, pretty much. And I, I still don't think he's like great, man. Like he showed spots in this fight to where. You know, no, he's not. He's not. But man, like almost two to one against this fucking guy. Um, I, I just played inside the distance, but it was like plus three twenty. Uh, KO was just a little bit more, so I just played inside the distance. But KO was the spot, man. Um, yeah, I don't. I they gotta cut this guy, right? Like he's a total fucking. I hope fraud. not. You. Yeah. <laughs> one more. Yeah, one more dude. time. Give us more, because they'll bet him again, won't they? They'll see that Russian yep. fucking flag, and they'll bet him again. Uh, but Buckley's a, a fade, though, against a yep. decent guy. Hopefully, Buckley's, like, favored in his next fight because he had a performance like this. Fun as shit, though. Right, Sean? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it was fun. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree with Wes. I, I think the fade is is coming, and hopefully we get a decent line. Co-main event. Wrong about guy it. that I thought uh, <laughs> is still kind of a fade, and like I'm, st- I'm not entirely convinced that he's not. I'm not <laughs> sure I'm ever gonna be convinced. This is this is one of those guys for me. One of those guys. Kevin Holland looked great against him. Means smashed him on the feet, eventually hurt him, and uh, and wrapped up the the choke on a sloppy shot by Means. But man, Kevin Holland still can't wrestle. And there are a lot of wrestlers at 170. Sean, when are we going to fade him next? Next fight or the one after that? It just depends on who they, they give him. Because I, I think at this point you're going to have to be a, a plus wrestler. And the, there are a decent amount of plus wrestlers at, at that weight class. It's just it depends on the matchup because he is – Pretty fucking good uh, on the feet. He, he looked fast. Um, he did. So he, he's, he's got some skills, but yeah, like like you, I think there's some holes in, in, in the grappling and just got to be the right guy. Wesley? Yeah, his his like speed and athleticism and, and, and shit at 170 is – it's incredible, man. Like he looked great now. It looked great against like a fucking 50 year old dude, pretty much. Like, Tim Means is like at the way back end. And like you said, like, he, he still can't stop a takedown. I, I'm going to have to be proven otherwise. Any, any dude that can wrestle a little bit and get on top of him is going to fuck him up. Um, will we, will we get that soon? Uh, I hope so because he's going to be a huge price next time against whoever he fights. Hopefully it's somebody that can wrestle because like Brad said, Holland's going to be one of those guys for me. I'm just, there's something about him. I'm just probably never going to be, going to be sold on him. Didn't, didn't he call out Brady 
after this fight. Yeah, that's why Brady, that Brady would Holy dump him on his head. The problem is Brady's too good that we're not going to get a good number <laughs> yeah, there. Brady that's would the dump problem. that guy on his head and drop fucking I hammers. I don't know. I, I feel like we'd get pretty close to even money in that one. No way. They're, Holland is hyped, man. He is hyped. I, I hope you're right, but he there's just that. I, I feel like Brady's like a minus 200. They might they might open that, but Holland's going to take all kinds of money as a dog. We can we can hope so. <laughs> Finally, main event featherweight division. I mean, I didn't feel like this was a tremendous fight. It was kind of one of those like slow boil fights. It, it got yeah. better as it went, um, but it was compared to the rest of the show a, a little a little cool. Um, Josh Emmett eventually takes the split decision over Kelvin Guitar? Question mark? Sean? Yeah. I, I, I bet, uh, Emmett. I did not see him winning this way most of the time. Uh, when I, when I saw him winning, I, I figured he would have, he would have to get him out of there. Um, I was a little bit surprised. I thought Cater would have, uh, a little bit, just, more volume, and I don't know if the power kind of scared him away from from throwing too much. I don't know what, but I, I expected more volume from from Cater. But um, I scored it for Cater. Uh, I watched this after the the fact. I didn't watch it live, and I scored it for for Cater two two four five. I think it's the horrible part about this is he he won oh, because awesome. of the horrible scorecard. The, Chris yes. Lee gave the one, fourth round, which round. is, is just yeah. indefensible. The fourth and fifth are, are, obvious caters. Obvious yes. caters. I think three is fairly obvious, uh, Emmett, and then the other two are, are yeah. close rounds. So, if you wanted to give it to Emmett, one, two, three is, is possible. With how close fine, one and honestly. two were, it's, it's not terrible. I just think with how close one and two were, going Sorry. Emmett both times is, is somewhat rare. Uh, so, uh, I think you have to give, one of those rounds to Gator, and then four and five, and and he should have won. But I'll I'll take the the plus two hundred or whatever dog. That's well. The the thing is, the guy that won it for Emmett on the cards did that. He split the first two rounds. Yep. And then, and then gave, gave him the literally the most obvious round of the fight to the wrong guy. And that's that's what we say here is like. Sure, the criteria aren't perfect, and there, there's all kinds of nuance and all that shit, but you can't fix something like that. Unless you just stop hiring that guy, which they should have done Lee? a decade ago. Yeah, yeah Chris Lee again. For, yeah, he's been doing it for like 15, 20 years, bro. Yep. Uh, there, there's no other way to fix it. Some people are just incompetent and very bad at their jobs, and he is one of them. I think like, like when it's stuff, when it's rounds like that, I don't even know if it's incompetence to like, are they even paying attention? Like, what are they doing during that round? Like, are, are they looking in the crowd, checking their phone or something? Because that's just inexcusable, man. Like he literally cost yeah. cater that fight straight up. Yep. His yep. one scoring of a round that was the clearest round in the entire fight was the def- deciding fight factor. And, in, in that, in that fight, it's just atrocious, man. Um, like Sean said, Cater did kind of put himself in that situation because he didn't throw nearly what he usually does. 
I, I mean, it did pick up in the fourth and the fifth, I guess, after he started, you know, he felt the power a little bit. The power started to wane probably. Um, I just, man, for him to lose that fight on, on, on that, the scoring of one round by one dude who's been not great for years now, it's just, it's horrible. See, cause that's, I mean, that's, that's the changes the trajectory of the top of a division. Like, Emmett's claims. Yeah, I guess the only, the only thing is Emmett's old, so he's probably going to fight one or once or twice more. And I don't think Cater's stock really drops in this, and he's still somewhat young. And he gets one win, he's back in there. That, like, that's a pretty like tough fight though for Cater to have an L on his record for though. Like they, some miles on that body yeah. from that fight. He yeah. took some fucking he took some shots, took some from bombs, yeah. and you know, still it, like I said about Emmett though. I still don't believe that Emmett's got one punch knockout power like everybody thinks he does. Like he just doesn't have that. At least no, at he the, just has big power. At least at the top of the division and shit. Cater took it all very well. Um, I, I don't think he was fucking rocked one time in that fight. Um, but he did like the first few rounds. He didn't put out the output like like Cater usually nope. does, and it, nope. it it probably cost him the fight. It, I hate to say it. It, it cost shouldn't. Him, it, it shouldn't. Co- have, it shouldn't but have. It did. It, it did. Yeah. It shouldn't. Have, yeah. It cost him the fight as much as a bad round scored by one judge, but he put himself yep. in that spot by just not outputting enough in the first few rounds. Yep. Them's the breaks when it comes to MMA. Moving I, I, on to this I'd love week. to see oh. uh Voke fucking like knock him it out. Like beat the shit out of him and knock him oh, out. Oh he that that'd be fun. No. That's me. I, I think I don't think I don't think that fight happens. No, I think no. I think Volk is if he beats Max, I think he's, he's going gonna, up. He's going he's, up. Yeah, he's going up. He's already talking double shit. He should. He yep. should. There's there's not nobody wants he's to see him everybody. Fight. Yeah, nobody wants everybody. to see him fight him. Nobody gives a fuck about that fight. Uh, I I would love to see Volk go up because I saw what Ortega almost did to him. So to see what bigger, better Ortega in (laughs) in Dubronx would do to him would be tremendous. Choke dead. Choke dead. And every once in a while, you got to see one of these guys moving up in weight put in their place. Like like Izzy and Young. They need to be humbled. Yeah, they need to be shown. There is weight classes in this sport now for a very very good reason. Exactly. All right, we got uh, a 12 fight card this week, uh, a little bit lower than last week, and there's some of these that I'm sure we are going to fly through. UFC Fight Night 212? I I think I saw 212 somewhere. It's a a Vegas, I don't know, 57? You betcha. UFC Vegas 57. Nailed it. Boom, nailed it. Um. Kind of an, an awesome card, starting out with not particularly awesome. Women's strawweight division, Jin Yu Frey, not that phrase song, this phrase song, taking on Lil, Lil Stripper, Vanessa Demopoulos. Bring out the pun. Sean, big, big breakdown on this one. Big breakdown. Oh, huge breakdown. Uh, I'm just not going to get in my own way anymore. Uh for a while in Teletmaster, I took your advice and any low level, if you're not ranked, if you're outside the top five, basically, you just take the dog. 
just take the dog. And for some reason, I big-brained myself last week, and that cost me, I don't know, what, four and a half points, probably more than that. Uh, I don't care if this loses. I'm still picking the dog, and uh, I have learned my lesson. Wes? Yeah, I mean, Fry should win, probably wins, but, like, the algorithm is strong. It's been fucking (laughs) back-tested for 72 years. Like, you take the fucking plus 250 dog here up, I think we were talking about in one of our chats, um, like she, her by sub is like plus 600 or something. If you want to bet this fight, take her by sub. She's going to get taken down and probably pounded on. Bar from I'll, God. Hope she grabs an arm bar. And there's a very good possibility that happens and it's plus 600. Let's go. Yeah. Right now, Jin Yu Frey is a minus 260 favorite. Um, mm-hmm. She got armbarred by Kay Hansen. What's she been doing? You know what Kay Hansen Kay Hansen's been. on OnlyFans selling 22 second sex videos for 200 bucks. Her shit over so. looking like Emmett's eye after that fight. <laughs> um, low level women's MMA. You, you know what it is. You just, you take the dog. In this case, you can probably specifically take the dog by submission at plus 600 inside the distance at other places at plus 550. Um, I, I don't know what more we need to tell you in this one, but moving on to the Bantamweight division, we've got Mario Batista taking on Brian Boom 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 Kelleher. Sean? Uh, I've stayed away from this fight so far. Um, I, I might, I might put Batista in a small parlay. I, I just think Kelleher doesn't have the power or really the submission game to, to get Batista out of there. And if he doesn't get him out of there, I just think the volume's gonna be too much. Uh, I think Batista can, can keep it on the feet and, and kinda box Kelleher up. Um, so I I I, I like uh, Batista to get a win here, but yeah, if anything, it's going to be a small small bet. Wesley, yeah, this is a it, it, it's a really close fight uh, for me too. Um, if this is like uh, on the feet in a kickboxing match, I think you probably got a favorite Batista longer dude. He does throw a lot of volume, um, but man. Kelleher can get takedowns, man. Uh, he's, he's got some really good offensive wrestling. Um, he works when he's on top. Uh, I think Batista is, is really tough. I'm not sure Kelleher can catch a sub on him or something, but man, would I be shocked if Kelleher can get a couple rounds here by being on top? Uh, absolutely not. Um, I, I haven't bet it, but if I do, it's probably Kelleher or pass. I, I was looking at the over a little bit too. I think this probably sees some rounds. I, I don't think this is one where Kellehern catches somebody and gets him out of there. Um, and uh, Kellehern's really, really tough. It's hard to finish that dude. So I'm not sure Batista's got that that in him either. So I kind of like the over. Um, I know Kellehern by decision is a is a pretty big price, uh, around four to one or something like that. So I think it's probably going to go to a decision. So if you like one of these guys, you might want to look at them by decision, in my opinion. Wes. Stealing my thunder. Boom, 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 boom. I want you in my room. Let's spend 15 minutes together. 
taking this Mexican down together. Boom, boom. That's what I want to see. He's going to wrestle this dude. Everyone that has tried to wrestle Mario Batista has tackled him like an ice agent at the border. (laughs) Trying to get somebody crossing Trump's wall. You know they don't allow that. And and that's what Boom Boom's going to do in this fight. Um, I I don't think the sub's there. I I don't think he's going to knock him out or anything like that. There is, is a bit of a concern that Batista lands something massive because that's kind of what he does. But if he doesn't land a, a flying knee or like a spinning elbow or, or some stupid shit like that, I, I think that he is the far inferior grappler here. I don't think that he's going to hit anything from his back uh, against Kelleher. I think that he's just going to be there and trying to get up and get taken down again. We, we've seen uh, Kelleher go to this grappling heavy approach in, in his last couple fights whenever he feels like he's kind of in danger. Uh, he has no problem just wrestling the shit out of a guy, and I think that's what he does here. So I've got some some boom boom plus one forty four. It seems like the the line might get even better than that, and I do have plus four oh five by decision in a round robin. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, I feel like if Lance was here and didn't have the aids, uh, thoughts and prayers to Lance then this probably would have been Munich, but it's not, so it's going to win anyway. Moving on, flyweight division. This is like the mook fest of the night. We've got <laughs> Brohug's boy, Cody Durden, hates Asian people, but this time he's not taking on an Asian person. He's taking on an African person in JP, South African Bay's who, who, look, white guy anyway. who looks like him. This dude's going to be so confused. <laughs> He's like, wait, this dude's from Africa? What? <laughs> Dirt, Dirt is going to be so fucking confused. He might get knocked out. Sean, you've got a bet on this one, don't you? What have I done with my life? I have <laughs> tell me about Cody it. Fucking, Cody <laughs> tell me about it. Like, I'm, I'm passing on these fights. That are, <laughs> he takes <laughs> JP Buys is horrible. He's been knocked down seven times in his two UFC fights. So he, that's gotta be a record. He's due to not get knocked down, right? (laughs) Is that how that works, Brad? Luckily he's fighting Cody Durden, so I, I I don't think he'll be in, in too much danger uh, of continuing that knockdown, uh, streak. But I, I do think Durden can out-wrestle him and tire him out and, and win just being on top and, and throwing ground and pound and doing okay on the feet. Um, uh, Cody Durden, one unit plus 102. Wes? Yeah, there, there's no way I can pick a side in, in this fight as far as a bet. These, you're, these are, this is a mook fest going on, like, <laughs> Durden is like, you want to talk about low fight IQ? Holy <laughs> shit, man! Um, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Baz was just kind of hyped, and and he's looked pretty shitty too, man. These are just two really shitty dudes. I, I think it could get a little dirt fest in there. I'm, I was looking at at an under here or fight inside. It's both plus money. Um, I can see Durden being on top and and working Baz and maybe getting a second. 
Or get caught. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, or, or Boz catches Darden with something like, I, I just, I got a feeling that somebody gets finished here. These dudes got finishes all over the records, not cause they're great. It's cause they're just in fucking mook fights and shit happens. I think some shit's gonna happen here. Um, I'll, I'll probably, man, I'm not really gonna pick fucking Cody Darden to, to win a fight though. Uh. <laughs> I, I just think he's, he's been a little less mooky than JP Bass at this point. So I, at the, at right now I'll, I'll pick Darden, but I, I'm probably going to look at something like inside or under here. I just, I think somebody's going to get a finish here. I, I'm, I'm trying to see if this fight is as mooky as I expected because very few places have props on it right now. There, there's, I, I, I think they only want to make numbers line. for this shit. <laughs> Good old uh, Dave Mason has enough of our bit. He doesn't even have props out. Tony from the grave. Uh, only he's one. the only one with some, he's the only one with some props out on this fight. Um, nobody knows guy. what to make of this shit. Um, and, and I don't either. Uh, I'm going to pick JP buys because I always like to think. You know, if the early finish doesn't happen, how is this fight going to go? And I think if the early finish doesn't happen, then Cody Durden's going to gas because he always gasses. And JP Buys is going to maybe do things to win the fight. I don't know what those things are because he seems to be bad at everything. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess the slight favorite in a very low-level flyweight fight uh, whoever loses this should absolutely get their pink slip. And we'll move on to the bantamweight division. Kind of bantamweight, kind of flyweight. We we got one of these dudes that, that moves up and down. Howley and Paiva taking on Sergei Morozov. Now, I have it under good authority that Morozov is not a boring Russian He's a boring Kazakh. So, Sean, does that change your opinion at all on this fight? Uh, I mean, he had a fun last fight, but that's mostly because he was getting his ass kicked for a lot of it. Um, <laughs> that I think that is the concerning thing. He took some fucking damage from DeAndraj. Uh, he looked good early in that fight, and then he got his ass whooped. Um, I think he's going to go to the wrestling in this fight, and... Piva's been taken down. He's shown okay takedown defense, but he definitely has been taken down. I think Morozov can can probably get some some top time and and turn back into the the boring Kazakhstan. And I think he may, he wins a, a close decision. Piva doesn't throw too much volume when it's on the feet, so it's it's going to be a close fight. I don't want any part of it. Uh, I'll pick Morozov. Wesley. Yeah, I, I think it's a close fight too. Um, it, it's still hard to get over Piva's last fight, him getting fucking absolutely obliterated by Sean O'Malley. But you know all, that can happen. All the shit we talk about, Sean O'Malley, like the kid hits. He he does. Yep. He's he's got some pop, man. It's uh, you know, you, like I said, you don't leg kick him. He yeah. could be in for a bad night. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's still like wasn't a great look. Like, don't get me wrong, but. I don't, I just don't think Morzoff is, he ain't been in there with anybody. The, the good fighters he's been in there with, he's, he's gotten his ass kicked. Um, 
I still think Pavis, he's, he's probably the better fighter. He's going to have to stop takedowns, though. Um, I, I think he might even get taken down a little bit in this fight, but he's got to make Moore's off work. Um, he's got to drag him a little deep, I think, if he is taken down and, and getting tired. And then maybe those takedowns, uh, he can keep them up. He's definitely better on the feet. Pava hits, he hits hard, much better striker. It's, it's, it's dog money, man. Um, I, I'd like a little bit better price, but, um, it's definitely dog or passer. I haven't bet Pava yet, but, um, I, I probably will. I'll probably take a, a small dog shot on Pava here. I, I think he can keep this on the feet in a couple rounds at least and definitely want to strike and battle and get a decision here. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely out of touch with what the kids think these days because I already bet a little Piva plus 120 in this one. Uh, I, I agree he might get taken down in a spot or two, but every time he's been taken down, he's made guys work to, to hold him down. He doesn't really get held down a whole lot. Uh, and I think he's a, a significantly more diverse striker than, than Morozov. We've actually seen Paiva in there against title contending level of competition, and he's looked good. Uh, I mean, he should have probably had a win against, uh, against old, old Steve Franz, uh, as some people call him. And he did get a win over Kyler Phillips. And honestly, Kyler Phillips Ugh. is probably better than Sean O'Malley. <laughs> He's probably better. What, what were you going to say there, Sean? That should have been a draw at, at worst, but fair. Uh, yeah, but but yeah. still, like a draw against that dude is he survived is very good. against? Yeah, he, he survived <laughs> against Phillips and then was able to beat him in two rounds. Uh, that's it's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, like, I I think that he's got the tools. I mean, Morozov's not putting him out. And, you know, he's not going to beat the shit out of, uh, Paiva's not going to sh- beat the shit out of Morozov for a round and a half. Like Douglas Silva, Dion Drugs, and, and then Gas, cause, cause the old drugs run out. Um, th- that's not going to happen in this one. I, I think it's going to be a competitive fight, but I do give a slight edge to Paiva. He's faced better competition. He's looked, looked better against better competition. And I think that regardless of where this takes place, probably mostly on the feet because I don't think Morozov holds him down. He, he's got an edge there. So I, I like Howley and Paiva to take a decision. Featherweight division. Uh, this is my outside of the, the dog walk fights of the night. My, my don't care fight of the night. Uh, TJ Brown takes on Shailian Nuderbike. The old Nuderbike, Sean. Don't want to ride that one. Not yeah, ride. that's a that's a that's a bad one. Uh, he's he's fought the Nuderbikes fought twice in the UFC, and I could definitely not pick him out of a lineup. That's uh, that was very that's surprising. Racist. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, didn't mean it that way, but we can take it that way. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I I think this is going to be kind of a, a grappling kind of scrambly fight. Should TJ Brown be that big of a favorite when his takedown defense isn't great and and the guy he's fighting is an okay wrestler? I don't know. I think this is this could be a scrambly fight and it could be close. And I, I don't really want to lay the juice on a guy that's he's he's not amazing. 
Um, so I'll, I might pick the old neuter bike in, in Tout Master, looking for some, some dog points. Wes? Yeah, I don't, I don't think TJ Brown should be minus 200 here. Um, like the neuter bike ain't great, but you know, uh, decision went over Sean Seriano was not bad. Uh, decision lost to, uh, Cool about in hindsight it do, it is do, not bad. It doesn't look as bad now. It really doesn't. So he's been in there with a couple decent dudes. Uh, he, he did lose to, to Brad's boy, uh, if, uh, <laughs> you wrong, uh, a couple years yeah, back. That's, uh, that's a uh, tough one. That's a tough look. But I mean, he, he's looked, he's looked decent, uh, in his first two UFC fights. I mean, I do think that TJ Brown's probably a little bit better guy here. I just, I, I I can't lay that kind of juice. I think Sean's right. It's, it's going to be kind of scrambly. Both, uh, uh, the neuter bike trying to get takedowns. Um, I think it probably goes 15 though. So if you like a side here, I think you just play him by decision. TJ Brown's like around plus 140. The neuter bike is plus 300 or something. So, um, I would probably look in that direction if you're going to play either one here. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably pick the neuter bike and Tout Master, just a dog. I just think it's a really close fight, and TJ Brown shouldn't be minus 200. I guess. Let's get almost new back. Yeah, it's, uh, I, yeah. I don't have a good read on it. Um, TJ Brown is the better fighter in this one, but he'll do some stupid ass stuff during a fight, and I don't think you can trust him. If he just goes out there and wrestles offensively, uh, I think he could probably get Neuterbike down and submit him in the first round uh, because a lot of people have done that before. But do I trust him to go out there and do that? Absolutely not. Uh, I don't know what the the brown like subprops and, and stuff are. I don't think they're that great because uh, I think they they probably know that uh, sub is his best path to victory here. Plus so, three eighty five. Yeah. Makes it look. You'd hope for a little maybe. bigger. Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, that, that might be the sort of thing that, uh, day of the fights I end up throwing into a round robin, but I favor Brown. I'll pick him. I'll probably have him in Toutmaster. Um, but if I am watching this fight, the, the cheeks will be clenching for sure. Next up, light heavyweight division, greatest division in all the land. We've got Carlsberg taking on the Teflon, Don, and Chukwi. Sean, break this one down, and then Wes, break this one down, and I'm getting another beer. So I, I'm not convinced that the Teflon Don, uh, is gonna just be able to get takedowns in this fight. On a consistent basis, like I, I know he's taken some people down. I just, if it's against the fence, I think that uh, Olberg is going to be able to to fend fairly good. And and when this is in open space, Olberg is going to going to fuck this guy up. Um, Olberg looked good last time. I know it was against an extremely flawed uh, fighter. Um, I mean, shit, he was getting takedowns. That's that's the level of competition that uh, that we're looking at. But I mean, it was good to see even after him shooting his wad uh, against Kenny Nunchucks. Um, 
he still looked good in that in early in that fight, but I I think if he you know fights a, a smart fight, he can keep uh, Inchukui off of him and and kind of piece him up on the feet. Um, Inchukui is pretty damn tough, so um, it's going to take some. Some decent shots to get him out of there, but uh, I do think that's possible. So I'm picking Elberg. If he somehow gets to plus money, I'll throw a tiny bet on him. Mm. What do you got, Wes? Yeah, I don't. I you just... going Teflon? Yeah, I mean, probably for a pick. I just, hmm. it, it's hard to get a, a side for money in this fight. It's, I, I can see how, where you, I think it, it's just going to be close, man. Two dudes are probably going to be standing. Um, and Jukwe's gonna try to get some takedowns. He, he might get, uh, Oberg up against the cage a little bit and, and them grind there. But yeah, in space, Oberg's probably the better guy. Uh, I don't think he throws a ton. No, I just, this shit could be really close, man. Um, I, I lean, I lean though, fucking the Teflon. Um, I, I think if he does get a takedown or two, um, he's gonna take, he's gonna steal some rounds. So. Man, it, it's hard to hard to play anything on this one. I'm gonna pick the Teflon, but I, I got nothing as far as a bet right now. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I feel like it's lined that uh, tight it, for a it is. Yeah, uh, I think it's yeah, it's 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 a close fight. Excellent, the, the excellent over, job on buying time, Sean. I, the I over at uh, plus money, I was I was eyeing. Uh, I think this could be a little boring at times and. That's a two and a half, obviously. Yeah, two and a half. And there's a plus one ten, I believe it dimes. Um, yeah, I just think it's going to be slow, man. On the feet, this could be like some really some a lot of staring and shit. It is at the apex, I, a little smaller cage. I don't know yeah, if that'll help out. That, help that's out the action, true. but yeah, I don't know. I, I like Teflon here. Yeah. I think that. Ulberg is going to face a guy where he can't just walk him down and throw whatever he wants. And he's looked awful when he can't do that. Um, so I, I think that eventually Teflon's going to walk him down. He's going to get into the clinch. He might not be able to get the takedowns, but he's going to wear Ulberg out. That cage. And he's just, he's just going to keep coming at him. And we almost got it last time against one of those fraud Russians, uh, Mirzakanov. That yeah. was he pissed that fight away. Yeah, that, that, wild. that hurt. I didn't that, have money on him. I just picked I him. Did. And man, he had yep. that and I did. Uh, I had money on him in that one. That was that was that that's hurt. tough. Yeah. That's tough. Yep. Um and and I think that this is maybe even a less dangerous version of that dude. Uh he he's bigger. He's prettier, certainly, than the, is that ugly Russian. That's a good-looking um, man. I don't care what you say. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but I I don't know how he's going to deal with a dude being in his face. Uh, even a, a dude as slow as Teflon is, uh, I think it's going to be a struggle for Oberg. So I, I do have a little bit of Teflon plus 105. Uh, I think he's still out there at even money, but... Uh, I feel like that's kind of going to disappear. It's going to flip a little bit before we get to the fight. Uh, and Teflon, bad decision, plus 375. Uh, I, I've been betting this line basically since he came into the UFC. Uh, his inside props are ridiculous because he has muscles and he's black and people are racist, not me, which is why I bet him by decision and have made money on it occasionally. 
uh, except when he blows it in the third round of a fight that he's winning 2 nothing. Not bitter at all. <laughs> Zero. Zero. Yeah. Uh, next up, middleweight division. We got Hadolfo Vieira, the, the jiu-jitsu killing Gracie black belt hunter, whatever his nickname is in jiu-jitsu. They all have, they all have stupid stuff. He's taking on Chris the Action Man Curtis. Excellent nickname. So, Sean, in terms of nicknames, uh, this fight definitely goes to Chris Curtis, right? Uh, obviously. I just call Vieira the guy that got subbed by Fluffy. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that seems most, to overrule whatever name he was given in the... jiu-jitsu. I mean, yeah. that's kinda the stamp <laughs> on that one. Um, yeah, I've, I've kinda wanted to fade Chris Curtis because I, like, he is, he, he is better than people, or the bookmakers think. Uh, he, he's just a, a veteran with good durability, good cardio, and, and they just, they've been matching him up with some guys that, that he can take advantage of, of some flawed, uh, some flawed, uh, fighters, and this is another one. He's gotta survive. He's gotta survive one round, I believe, and then it's gonna be smooth sailings. The size difference is going to be pretty wild in this fight. Uh, if Vieira does does make weight, and it's it's going to be massive. What can he do with that? I I don't know. Does a small cage help him to get to grab a hold of Curtis? Probably a little. Uh, I think if you're playing Vieira, you got to take him round one, round one sub. Just bank on him getting him out of there in round one. Because if he doesn't, I think he's going to get picked apart on the feet, and he might eventually get get finished uh i don't know if that's a like a chris curtis round three i don't know if that has tickled brad's fancy or something like that i, I haven't seen what that number is two but, and three <laughs> um yeah that's the that's the problem i mean we kind of called this uh in in the haas fight anyway and we're like oh yeah he's gonna take over he's gonna fuck up haas in the second finish him in round three and he didn't even wait that long yeah. like well uh, when, ha- when haas hits him with 90 unanswered punches you know what i'm saying Elbows, yeah, not punches. So. It's different. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Curtis. I, uh, I do very bad in betting small favorites, so I'm probably gonna stay away. Maybe, maybe I'll parlay him, even though he's a, a very small favorite. What's it? Yeah, I think, I think Sean hit, hit most of, most of everything here. Um, I'm, man, Chris Curtis is still Chris Curtis. I know he's had a couple, decent UFC wins. Um I mean that that was that was a really good win against against Hodds of course. Uh Brendan Allen's a decent win, but you know, Sean hit on it. Like these are like very, very like guys with very, very big flaws that uh Chris Curtis is the type of fighter that can take advantage of those flaws because he is durable, he has a chin, all the things that, that Sean said. Um the the thing is is they gave him another one uh, a dude that's got just a massive one. Um, I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen a dude more tired <laughs> than in that, that fluffy fight, man. That, that was just wild to see. And I mean, I, I think we all think that Chris Curtis is, is even more durable than, than fluffy Hernandez and he survived all that shit. Um, I just, I'm still not convinced though that Vieira doesn't go out there and get a sub in the first round. Like that's, that's a very high possibility, you know, high probability of that, of that happening in my opinion. So I I mean, 
like Brad's onto something. He likes Curtis in this spot, I believe. And round two and round three, whatever those numbers are, um, yeah, maybe Curtis does get him out there in the first like he did Haas, but you've got to leave Vieira in the first round. Like, you just have to. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's I'm going back and forth, dude. I, I, I seriously still haven't. I can't decide right now, man. Uh, it's, it's hard. Curtis just has me, has me baffled, man. Uh, he's All same, fucked up. He's the same guy that retired multiple times, came back. They, you know, PFL talking world, whatever it was at that time, talked him into fighting again and shit. Um, I just, I don't know, man. He, he's looked good in his, his UFC run though. And I, I guess I'll pick Curtis. Right now, uh, but like I said, I, I would not be shocked if Vieira gets him. If you're betting Vieira, I think you, like Sean said, take round one sub or sub. However, round one sub is probably the spot. I'm gonna pick Curtis. So, Rodolfo Vieira has two wins outside of the first round, I think, in his entire MMA career. Um, yep. once one was against Oscar Pichode, mm. um, in his UFC debut, he, he got an arm triangle against that guy in the second round. And the other one was against Dustin Stoltzfus, um, who Lee was elite win about right to there. lose to, <laughs> he was about to lose to and managed, uh, he, he pulled the old meerkat on, on yep. Stoltzfus. Uh, and, and managed to, uh, pull out a sub in round three in, in that one. I get that Chris Curtis has been kind of a journeyman, but he's one of those dudes, I don't know, kind of like Chitty, uh, where he's a journeyman, but he's always been better than a journeyman for his entire career and just for whatever reason never made it to the UFC. I think if Vieira doesn't get him out here in round one, he is fucking toast. Absolute toast. Um, Curtis isn't the greatest wrestler, but he'll scramble. I think he'll be able to get back up to his feet. Uh, round one could be very sketchy. He, he might have his back taken for, <laughs> for a good portion of the round. Uh, we, we might see Vieira looking to ro- lock in the, the rear naked choke. But if that doesn't happen, I mean, maybe this is a, a better spot to, to live bet than to, to bet pre-fight. Uh, unfortunately for me, I have already bet it pre-fight. Uh, I got Curtis minus 145. It's lower than that pretty much everywhere now. Um, minus 130 for Curtis is tempting, but because I've already got a bet in, I'm just going to wait. And if it gets down even lower, I'm going to add more. This is a, a spot where I think that Chris Curtis has shown throughout a very long MMA career that he has good submission defense. We've seen a lot of times that these high-level BJJ guys can't just get anyone out of there. They can get low-level guys out of there, but I don't think Different Chris Curtis is a low-level guy. Yep. Um so I, I think Curtis round two, round three, probably great bets. Uh, this is another one where the books don't have a huge amount of props out on it right now. So I'm just on the money line. 
and I'm probably going to have way more money than I'm comfortable with on Chris Curtis in this fight. Um, so I might end up coming back and, and hedging a bit of it with that Vieira round one sub because I, I really think that's his only way to win this fight. Uh, if he doesn't, then Curtis is just going to be so much fresher in round two and round three. And uh, we've seen what happens to Vieira when that is the case, and it is in not pretty. Those oh, round no. two and round three props are uh, pretty low. I don't know if I've ever seen ones that low. <laughs> Ooh, that low. I know. <laughs> well, 400, yeah. 400 for round two and 600 for round three. That yeah, is that's, small. That's like half. That's like half. That's that's why I'm just on money line. Right? They, I, uh, they know. They uh, know. Hopefully the the live software they're running doesn't like look at what Rodolfo's going to look like <laughs> if he makes it out of that first round. Like, it won't. Don't look Luckily, like you, it won't. <laughs> don't look like you did against Fluffy, and like they're ready to stretch your ass out of there after the first thing. Might get a hey, good live line. Even, even against Fluffy, I, I got uh, plus fourteen hundred the the first time that he like fell off his back, and he was like, "Oh, this dude's dead." <laughs> That's, um, it, this could yeah, it could be a very nice, uh, very nice live spot. I'm I'm not going to take the chance though. Just going to take it pre-fight. I think that Curtis survives and gets it done. So we'll go with that, and uh, we're invested. We'll we'll say that. And Chris Next Curtis, up. Chris fucking yep. Curtis. <laughs> yep. I, I think this is probably going to be the last time that you get. Uh, actually, I, I don't know. I I kind of felt like if he wins this fight, you're not going to get a good number on it and you're going to want to fade him next time out, but you never know how these mooks are going to, are going to move these lines. So hard to, hard to really come up with that. The, the algorithm tells them, man, they just, they do what the, <laughs> they just listen. <laughs> Bantamweight division, Nate Manass against cousin Umar Nurmagomedov. Um, this should be a good fight. I think there's some violence in store here, Sean. I think so too. Uh, Aussie fight found uh, Curtis round three sub plus five thousand. Does that tickle your fancy a little more? Yes. Woo! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Un- done. Our 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 boy Aussie fight fan does find some uh, some good props. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting one. Yeah, is that I, a, I a kinda... Ned's? Is that a Ned special? <laughs> That is a uh, that is a bet oh, that, online. That, that's a oh I don't know if I want to bet it at Mason book. He's just trying yep. to take my Bitcoin. We all know that's, that's what he does. That's what he does. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I kind of went into this fight thinking I'd probably be betting uh, Nurmagomedov by decision. Uh, when the, they opened the lines, it it actually wasn't that big, uh, and I was concerned that Nurmagomedov is going to get this guy out of there. Um, bunch of money is coming in on, on decision. It's, it's put inside the distance in a, in a pretty playable, uh, spot in my opinion. He's, he's not, uh, he's not a boring Russian in my opinion. Uh, he is an aggressive wrestler and he goes for shit on the ground and he is very good on the feet. So I, I think he's going to put in work. Man ass has been, uh, in trouble in, in both of his last two fights. I... I think Cousin Umar is, is going to get him out of there. I got him inside the distance at, at minus 135 for two units. Yeah, um, 
I was kind of coming in this fight looking at the over myself. I, you know, I do think old cousin Umar is going to win this fight fairly easily. I just think the old man ass is pretty tough, pretty tough man ass, uh, for the most part. Um, but you know, Sean, Sean's absolutely right. Like they're, they're hammering this decision so much to where you're, you're looking at a guy that's minus 900, uh, almost minus a thousand, um, who go, he's gonna go for stuff. It's always, can he, can he catch, uh, man ass with something? And at that price on a minus a thousand, like you, you gotta, you gotta play that. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I switched my kind of opinion to, um, like maybe Manass does survive. He might. The price is just too good. At minus 135, you have to take Okuza Numar inside the distance. Uh, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna try to get that finish for your money. And, uh, like, like Sean said, this isn't a boring rusher, like Russian. This guy's fun, man. So, uh, it should be violence. Hopefully he can, uh, he can get the Manass out of there. I kind of agree with you guys, but I'm going to be a little more cautious and, and take the shot on Cousin Umar TKO plus 500. Uh, the only time that Manass, we, we've seen Manass get absolutely pummeled time after time, just it, it's a tough slammed. One. It's a um, the only time he's ever been finished was by TKO. So I think that he does have pretty good submission defense. It could be one of those cases where Cousin Umar rocks him, gets a good position, goes for a sub, can't find it because Manass is good at, you know, preventing the the real bad stuff. Um, so he just has to end up pounding him out. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take plus 500 on a minus 1,000. Uh, against a guy who has only ever been finished at that plus 500 prop. Uh, so, Cousin Umar, TKO. Wish I could say I was betting against a boring Russian, but as Sean said, not a boring Russian. A, a very good Russian. Um, one of the best Russians currently out there, for my money at least. Lightweight division, we have Christos Yagos. Taking on Tiago Moishes. Um, good fight, kind of weird fight. Uh, don't really know what to think about it, Sean. Neither do I. Um, I've, I've faded Tiago uh, a lot of his fights in the UFC. He's 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 not good, but he does have a skill set where he can take advantage if if you have shitty takedown defense. Um, he can get some top control. He's, he's not going to do much with it. Um, that's, I think he might be able to get some takedowns on, on, uh, Moises. I just don't think he's going to do much with them. And when he's, they might stand it up and then Moises is going to have the advantage on the feet, even though he's not very good on the feet, but I think that's kind of how bad Iago is. Uh, and then I think, Moises can probably get takedowns himself, uh, and he's got a, a much better top game. So it's it's I, I'm not gonna bet it. I'm picking Moises. Uh, can, he look not a not a good look. Uh, like not losing to a terrible guy, but getting knocked out like that last time out against uh, 
Alvarez, not the greatest. So maybe this is a, a get right fight for, for Moises, but uh, I'm going to stay away. I'll pick Moises, though. <clears throat> yeah, it, it wasn't a very good look last time out, but Joe Alvarez is, is pretty good. And yep. that, that was like him peaking at that point. Like that was an insane performance from him. Um, I just, I think this is two different levels of fighter personally. I don't think Giagos is very good, man. Um, Moises is a high level fighter. I, I think he's better everywhere here, in my opinion. Um, I, I mean, is Thiago's going to get takedowns on Moises? I know Moises' takedown defense ain't the best, but I don't even know if he can do that. If he does, I mean, Moises is active off of his back. He goes, he tries to get up. He'll go for subs, uh, reverses. So I, I, I like, I like Moises here quite a bit, man. I'm, I'm not sure he gets a, gets a finish here. Um, I, I think this is kind of just, uh, more of a one side, one sided three round decision more than likely. But I like him as a parlay piece at minus two twenty five, minus minus two thirty. I think that's kind of generous against this guy. I think it's like Sean said, this is probably a get right fight for a dude who I think is just a level above Chiagos. Yeah, I think this recent UFC stint has been very favorable to Yagos. Uh it, it's made him look like a much better wrestler than he actually is. I mean, we saw this guy in his first UFC stint, uh, and he was getting... Chris Wade was out-wrestling the shit out, out of him. Uh, this, like, he was not uh, a good fighter. Didn't have great cardio. I, I think that all of those things are... are they kind of came to a head in his last fight, where Sarukin just beat the shit out of him. Um, but Sarukin never had to wrestle him in that fight. I, I think that when he starts to try to wrestle Moises in this fight. I'm not even sure he's going to have success. Uh, I, I think that it's going to end up on the feet. He's going to get boxed up a little bit. And second round, third round, uh, Moises is probably going to find a sub on him. So I like Tiago Moises quite a bit. I think that of a card of really closely lined fights, he's probably one of the better parlay pieces. Uh, I haven't bet him personally myself yet, but uh, I, I think that might not be a bad angle. Moving on up to my division. Main event. Main event. Commissioner. Put it on. T-shirt in the pool division. (laughs) We got a big one. We got a big, I'm, I'm not saying, (laughs) I'm not saying this is for title contention, but whoever wins this fight, he's definitely in the mix. Parisian's in the mix. uh, He's in the the mix. This division for sure. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if it's like a, a mix of oatmeal um, <laughs> that he eats every day, just a lot of, but he's in some sort of mix. We got Josh Carbo Parisian taking on Alan Badout. Sean, what what's going on here? I don't know, is it somebody at the UFC or is it ESPN that has this fixation with the the t-shirt in the pool division? I don't know what it is. I'm not sure why. I don't know why this is the third last fight. These guys are combined one in five in their last three fights combined. Like, I I don't know what kind of sway you have uh, over at ESPN, Brad, but uh, it's, it's obviously showing. Uh, Both these guys are not good. I think Badeau is worse. I will pick Parisian 
but this is going to be bad and gross and sloppy. Wes, is it going to be bad and gross and sloppy, or is it going to be great and gross and sloppy? <laughs> yeah, it's it, all of that. It's going to be all of that. Mix it up like some oatmeal. It's going to, it's going to be great. It's, it's all in the mix. Everything's yeah, in the mix. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Parisian ain't, ain't the best, man, but this, this Badu fuck is just, he's horrible, man. Like, he is so bad. Like, I, I've seen some people like hyping this dude up against Parisian here. And I don't get like, I'm not saying go bet Parisian. I, I'm going to, but um it, it's not, a, it's not a great bet. Um But I mean, Parisian's just the, the less suckier fucking fat shitty dude in this fight. Um Yeah. I, I think, I think, I think Parisian's gonna, gonna be doing the grind in here. I think that's, that's the kind of fight we're going to see. It's what we love to see in the, this division. Um, I, I was hoping to get a one and a half. They know better than to put a one and a half on this fight. I, I still like the over two and a half in this fight. Um, and I'll probably take a little Parisian by decision. I think there's like a plus 300 out there. Um, that's something I'm, I'm interested in as well. So I, I want to see some, some fat sloppy t-shirt in the pool shit going on. And I think we're, we're probably going to get it. I think that Alan Bedot's best win, I'm, I'm going to do a little Kevin Bacon here for you guys. All right. Alan Badout's best win is Sanshuke Inoue, uh, who at the time that he beat him in 2015 was a 15, 9, and 2 Japanese fighter. And that dude's best win was against Centorio. <laughs> who? What are we doing here? Centorio's real name is Henry Miller. Uh, he's a, a sumo wrestler from Hawaii. Perfect. So all of this is to say, and you need to go watch that dude's fights in Pride because those were that that Fantastic was stuff. that was a spectacle, an absolute spectacle. Uh, that that's mostly what I was trying to get to out of this fight, Sean. Uh, that is to say that Alan Badout is terrible. He, he, like, John, Carbo Parisian is not good. He barely belongs in the UFC, but he's done enough in the regional scene to make it to the UFC. Alan Badout, awful. His best win is that dude or a disqualification in a fight that he actually lost. He, he is very bad. I'll take some carbo here. I'll take some carbo decision. Uh, Wes, you said that's like plus 300. Um, yeah, for my, for me. Y'all have some. Better. Yeah. It, that's, yeah, that, that's what I'm on here. That's going to be in a round robin. That's, that's how you get some t-shirt in the pool cred. I think you right? got like, uh, you should have like a plus 330 or something up there in north of the border. So I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. We'll, we'll let the people know a little bit later. Um, co-main events, we're getting to the big stuff now. We got the old shave cat, um, my breakout fighter of the year before it was Sean's breakout fighter of the year. So just, just saying, uh, yep. taking on Magni Medov. Um, excellent co-main event in the Wolfroy division. Sean? Very, very good. Uh, 
I I do think Shavecat is an extremely good fighter. Um, this is a pretty decent step up. Like I know, um, supposedly he just wanted to fight out his first contract and and wanted to just annihilate some scabs uh, until he got paid more. I respect it. Don't blame um, him. Yep. This, this is a this is a, a decent step up. Um, Magni is. I don't think Magni is the the peak Magni. I, I do think he's on the decline, but he's still good enough to to beat some some medium level uh, welterweights. I just don't think Shavecat is a medium level welterweight. I think he is extremely good. Um, he's good everywhere. Magni is is fairly good everywhere as well, but I just think the Shavecat is is going to be just a little bit better uh, and a lot better in in some areas. Um, I'm, I'm rolling the dice. It's a bit risky. Uh, uh, shave cat by decision is like plus 245. This dude has zero decisions on his record. Um, but Magni is tough. He's gritty. He kind of gets through some shit. I think this is going to get tested at 245. I, I had to, uh, put some money on it. If, if shave cat blows him out of the water, so be it. Uh, that would be an extremely impressive to do against Magni. So uh, I'll take that. I think this is going to be a hopefully a wide decision. Wesley. Yeah, um, yeah. Magni's the he's like the 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 gatekeeper for the top the barometer. 10. Yeah, for the top yep. ten of the 170 pound division. And yep. I think that the old shape cat's uh you know he's about to he's about to walk through that that gate uh, to the top ten. He's he's very very good, man. He is one of the best prospects at 170. Um, this is, it's a great test, no doubt. Like, like Magni is, like Sean said, Magni's really, really fucking good, man. He's, he's really good everywhere. He has been for a long time. He's, he's taking out some guys, man. Like, uh, I think Magni's one of those guys over his career, even now, and we'll look back and like, that dude performed well above his, his talent level and stuff. He got, he he got the most out of it out of his talent, um, but in this spot, man, I just think he's running into a a young fucking kid that's that's really fucking good. That's just better than him everywhere. Um, I think Magni is tough is tough though, and it's going to stay in there for most of this fight. But man, I just think once this gets into the second and third round, there's there's probably going to be damage from the shake at like Sean said, he doesn't have a decision on it. Like he goes for shit. He puts damage on you. I, I think he's, he's probably going to get Magni out of there late. I, I, I parlayed, um, money line with Moises. I like that parlay a lot. Uh, it's, um, I guess about, about my favorite parlay on the card. Um, I think, I think he gets a, gets a finisher though. Uh, I, I like, I, I threw a little bit on sub. I think this, he, he's gonna get Magni down, uh, Magni does get down on his back a little bit in fights. I think the Shave Cat's gonna get down there and work and, uh, and catch a sub. That was a really good price. Inside the distance a little, is a little juiced at this point. Um, if Sean gets his decision, so be it. I think it'll be a wide decision. I, I have a really big bet on that parlay, so I, I wouldn't mind that at all. I, I think Shave Cat gets Magni out of there and walks into the top 10, man, and it's just a hell of a prospect. I'm not so confident as, as Wes in this one. Um, I actually think that taking the over one and a half in this one 
parlayed with Moises is probably a, a pretty decent parlay because uh, I think that the shape cat is excellent. Um, we've been talking about him since he came into the UFC. I, I think that that's uh, fairly well established at this point. But it's Neil Magny here. This man makes every fight dirty. Uh, if it's not going the way he wants early on, he's going to clinch up with you. And the reason that Magny, I, I'm not bad, betting him at plus 320, is because uh, I think Shavecat's great in the clinch as well. I don't think that Magny's just going to be able to throw him against, against the cage and get body locks and, and all that sort of stuff. So uh, I'd like the Shavecat to win. I just think that this is that huge step up for him. And, you know, there there often comes a time, and it's one of my favorite things to bet, when a guy faces a good fighter and suddenly everybody that he's finished on the regional scene, he, he can't finish once he gets to the UFC. So uh, Shave Cat by decision, plus 275. Uh, I'll, I'll take a little bit of that, and uh, we'll move on to the main event. Because we have... A fight in the lightweight division, which that Wes, you introduced this fight. You love this fight. I know you do. Oh me, mm-hmm. yeah, introduce it. Who who's introduce it? You love yeah. these guys. Oh, Sarukian and and Garmont here. Oh, okay, yeah, it's great, great, great main event. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of surprised though that they're they're matching these dudes up. Um, Kinda early, I guess, in their in their career. Um I mean yeah. Gamrot's not that well I, I mean, mean he's not old, but he's he's a veteran. I guess maybe giving Saruki Sh- and this this dude kind of this early. Um I, I think it's a really, really tough fight for a great prospect that you got. Like he's only twenty five with I mean he's got a few big wins, don't get me wrong. Uh I guess the win over Alvarez, you know, moves you up. That that was a really good win, man. Um, I just think when you're looking at this from from betting it, you're getting plus two fifty on on a dude that's man. This is a really close fight. Like, I don't think Sharukian's going to be able to get takedowns and work ground and pound easy in this fight whatsoever. Um, this is probably going to be a lot on the feet. Because both of them do have really good wrestling. Um, yeah, I just think you gotta lean Gamrod in a, in a really close fight like this at plus 250. Um, I, I think it's gonna be a little slower than, than probably what people think. Um, I think the wrestling kind of cancels out a little bit. Um, and we see kind of a kickboxing match and I'm gonna take the plus 250 in a really close fight. If Zerukian gets past Garmanto, man, I, I don't, I, kids gotta be close, right? I mean, he's, he's moving up really fast, so it, it'd be a huge win. I just think this might be a little bit, uh, too much too soon. I'll, I'll take a little shot on, uh, Germont at plus 250. Sean? Yeah, like, I, I don't agree with what the number is, but I'm not really surprised that that's what the number is. Uh, Sorukin does have a bunch of hype and, and I've been backing him uh, to to win inside the distance the last couple fights, and he's he's come through. He's a very skilled fighter, um, and and yeah, I mean if you look at, at Gamrot's wins, usually he's getting takedowns and and kind of smashing dudes on the ground and, and grabbing some subs from there. 
I don't think people are expecting him to to be able to take down Sarukian. Um, because I think the only person that has is is Mac and Cheese. So I guess that's uh, but he hasn't really fought much for for real grapplers since then. Um, I think Gamrat will, will test that a bit, and and when it's on the field, and I also think Gamrat's going to be able to stuff some takedowns. Uh, Sarukian probably gets a couple, but. Uh, I think Gamrot is skilled enough to to get get back on his feet uh, fairly quickly, and then like Wes said on the on the feet, I think it's a close fight, uh, and and they're giving you you know plus two forty plus two fifty. I took it at plus two twenty five. Uh, I got two units on Gamrot. I think it might be a little bit too soon. Uh, I think it's going to be a close fight, and I uh, yeah, if you got to take a. Some, some plus 250 uh, if, if it's going to be a, a fairly close fight. I, I think we've seen this all this year and for a while now that every favorite in every main event is overvalued. Uh, Sarukian is an excellent fighter. Uh, yep. he, he's shown that so far in his career. He can put guys yep. away. He can, he can do everything. He's durable. But he has not fared well, or sorry, he has fared well against guys who are either low volume or easy to put on their back. And I don't think that Gamrod is either of those things. Gamrod has been fighting five round fights for like what, a decade now? Like th- this Pretty dude has b- been doing this shit for forever in front of huge crowds in KSW. Uh, he, he's kind of built for five rounds. His style is, this is going to be very competitive early. And I think that Sarukian might even have the edge early. I just think that as this drags out into a five round fight, that you're going to see Gamrod have that experience, have a little bit more high level competition and be able to do more things and Sarukian struggle, uh, when he can't get his game going. And we saw, um, I mean, obviously it was it was UFC debut, and it was against a very good fighter in Mac and Cheese. Um, but we saw that he can be controlled, he can be shut down, and I think Gamrot can do some of that stuff uh, later in fights, at least in this one. So I like Gamrot. I, I took some plus two twenty five, like Sean. I uh, didn't take quite as much, so I'm probably going to add some plus 250, and, and I do have some decision prop as well um, that was mookily taken by yours truly at plus 505, and it's much higher now. Um, so yeah, Gamrot decision is if you like if you're going to play Gamrot, probably take cool. some decision too at plus 550. That's that's I, nuts. I, I think that's an excellent call. But we're just going to do Gamrot. Sean, what line are we doing? Plus 240? Plus 240. Plus 240. Incredi- incredible fight, man. Consensus bet of the week. Yes. Mateusz Gamrot. P- KSW is strong because Poods is strong. He's still just obliterating guys. Yes. Still to this day. <laughs> he just did and it a few consen- weeks ago. If Consensus loses, blame Lance because he didn't show up and he would have vetoed this. So we're- yeah. We're we're good either. He likes, way. So he don't likes, blame us uh, when it loses. Blame Lance. Lance yep. likes Sarukian in this fight. I'm sure he'll be uh, he'll be parlaying. We'll see. But that yeah. does it for us this week. Uh, next week is is pay per view. Big one. 
big Ooh, one. Yep. Yeah, it's big pay per view. It's um, good stuff. We're not going to get into it too much right now, but that looks like a very enjoyable card. Yeah. So good for the UFC. Yeah, we, I've been uh, I've been been waiting for some Vogue Max again. I know a lot of people haven't, but I want to see that fight again personally. We shit on them when they give us bad cards, so. Give them the bit of credit when they do uh, a good yeah. card. Brutal Bob Lawler making his return. Uh, and, like, an appropriate fight as well. Yep. I, yep. I think I mean, of everything on that card, I'm most excited about that. I mean, they're also giving Sean O'Malley, Pedro Munoz, too. I mean, it's just like, there's, there's some good there's some good stuff on there, man. Strickland against Pereira, and you're getting that kind of line and shit. Like, it's... It's going to be a, a very happy night or a very sad night, I think. <laughs> yeah. But we'll talk about that next week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. Appreciate all of the activity in the chat tonight. And uh, we'll be back for UFC 276 next Tuesday, Thursday. Thursday.